0: the spiritual freedom show with richard lawrence where politics is not the answer materialism counts for nothing and spirituality will set you free I'm Richard Lawrence and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body Mind Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network and Oneness Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Freedom Show welcome back before we get started with the show today I do want to just give the exact quote which I approximated in the last show uh, we were talking about the fact that people if you concentrate on the problems of others that can lessen your own problems. they've still got to be dealt with but because you're focused on something on the bigger picture they don't have a lot some of the anxiety some of the negativity that sometimes goes with these problems, you, you, you get a greater perspective. Uh, but I didn't give the exact quote, which is taken from the Third Freedom by Mars Sector 6, and this is it, break away from your own troubles by concentrating upon the sufferings of others. Very simple advice, but I think one of the keys to having less troubles, you break away from them. So I say, the issues may well, probably will. They might be health. They might be uh, people who need help in your family. They might be all kind of work-related. They've got to be dealt with. Um, sometimes we take on problems and troubles that we shouldn't even be dealing with at all. They're a complete diversion from what's necessary. So that you need to work out. But essentially, it's concentrating on the problems of others. It's service. And that brings us to our a return guest today, My good friend, Mark Bennett, we're happy to have him back again on our show. He chose this spiritual path at a very early age, and he's based in London. He's an international director. He's of our society. He's the co-author of two books with myself, God's Guides and Guardian Angels, and Prayer Energy. He did a lot of work. Those two books would not exist in the form they're in at all without the work that Mark did on them. So today, he's going to be talking about an extract from... The third freedom, service.
1: One, a person who is rendering true spiritual service, not self-delusion. True spiritual service to those who need it, is worth ten who retreat from the suffering of others in order to bring about a state of joy and peace within themselves. This Declaration Do I throw into every mental realm? I would inform those sadhus who, in total disregard of human needs, retreat into the wilderness. I would say, Come you hence, for you are fools. Service, my friends, is greatness. Serve and Uh, Be great, nay, be everlasting. All transmissions now discontinued.
2: I think there's a great danger on the spiritual path of underestimating service even if we think service is important, even if we think that service is the most important thing we can do, there is still a temptation to think of it as a chore, as the grunt work, as something we have to do because it's compassionate and good, but not the real top stuff, not the really profound stuff, not the great heights of spirituality really, but more just a means to an end. A few years ago, but already after many years on the spiritual path, I began to realise how wrong this was. Service is not just something we have to do. Service is not even just the most spiritual thing we can do. It is also the most profound, the most mystical the most deeply linked to our divine nature. We see this in these amazing words from Mars Sector 6. Serve and be great. Nay, be everlasting. This is the kind of thing you hear and you let it just wash over you. You get the basic idea of how wonderful service is and that's it. But let's look at what is actually said. Serve and be great. Well, that's easy enough to grasp, on a basic level at least. But what about Mars Sector 6 taking it up a notch? In fact, up a very large notch, from great to everlasting. This really does take it out of the realms of the mundane. How overused is the word great in English? For example, one of the great actors of our generation, when this absurd hyperbole applies to nothing more than some idiot who is reasonably good at pretending to be someone else for our entertainment. This is not greatness by any stretch of the imagination. Or perhaps even worse, something like, would you like a sandwich? And the reply being, yes, that'd be great. We probably all do it. I certainly do. But when we stop and think about it, we can see how absurd it really is. So Mars Sector 6 here is taking service out of any conceivable danger of being underestimated by rescuing it, as it were, from the word great, which in our general conversational use of this word We have demeaned and debased until it is almost worthless. And he has done this by putting it on a level that is truly and unambiguously free of association with the ordinary, with the basic, with the everyday petty nonsense of the foolish lives of many of us much of the time. What is everlasting? Actors are not everlasting. Sandwiches are not everlasting. Not even planets, solar systems or galaxies are everlasting. So what is everlasting? Only one thing. Only one thing is everlasting. And that is God, the divine, the creator, the one source. This and this alone is everlasting. So if service makes us everlasting, then service makes us God. God is all, therefore we are already God. So to be precise, service does not make us God, but service enables us to become conscious of being God. This is the meaning of enlightenment, which interestingly enough is the next of the nine freedoms. Service is God's nature. To contemplate service is to contemplate the psychology of God. Why is service the greatest thing in creation? Why did God make manifestation in that way? Why did God express itself as us, with this, with service, as the path back to knowledge of its own true self? Here's a quick thought, not a fact just an idea. If God is all, then there is nothing outside of itself to serve. Service is, as it were, the one thing it cannot do. How can you be of service if you are complete perfection, with nothing outside of yourself that needs your help? And so God, by wrapping itself up in matter, as individual beings, be it a plant, an ant, a human or a planet, is then able to serve other individual beings. It is as if God's creation of the universe is, as it were, inspired by its desire to serve, which it can only do by limiting itself as individualized beings. It is by creating individualized selves that it is able to express its selflessness for it is only then that there is anyone to be of service to
0: gosh darren uh one thing you can guarantee (laughs) when you invite mark to give one of his excellent uh, insights on this show is that it's going to be deep it's going to be no nonsense and it's going to be deep. And that was very deep. That's uh, a lot of, lot to contemplate right there. Um, you know, one thing I always take from that extract that uh, Mark chose there from Mars Sector 6 is you do get, I feel, I always felt a full tenor, as it were, of how Mars Sector 6 really feels about people who don't serve, yeah. the sadhus who, let's face it, were admired just for being yeah. sadhus for many centuries, and, and, and still are by by many. And yet to him, they are fools. And yeah. uh, But certainly, thank you, Mark, for bringing a lot of uh, insights, thoughts, realizations to the table of the Spiritual Freedom Show. Uh, Darren, over to you, our producer, Darren Ball. Uh, what are your uh, comments have you got for us this
3: week? Yeah, I think we've got a comment here that's actually very relevant to uh, what Mark contributed, uh, even you know some of the comments that you've just made. Uh, but first of all, if you're tuning in for the first time, you can find out more about the nine freedoms, Mars Sector 6, and Dr. George King by visiting our website, aetherius.org. That's A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org. And if you have a question or comment or something about your own life that you'd like to share, do write to us at freedom at richardlawrence.co.uk. So as I said, Richard, this came in recently. I thought it was a great point to share uh, for spiritual seekers about the nature of spiritual truth and the study of it. Mm-hmm. So it goes as follows. Thanks for another great show. One thing I realized is that Richard understands how to study truth. I think it's quite a rare quality to listen and then to think about the actual words being said. This may seem very obvious, but I feel that in this speedy age in which we live, words are not given the respect or value that they really deserve, especially words of truth. So often people seem to answer before listening. In other words, they've already made up their minds what they want to say before a person has even finished speaking. If we can't listen to or understand a simple conversation, then how can we understand truth when we hear or read it? I think most of us have to begin by listening to the actual words. In these spiritual freedom shows, we have the opportunity to learn how to do this. That one thing alone makes these shows so very valuable. If we can understand more deeply the words of a karmic lord, we are definitely growing in our journey towards enlightenment every time that we do this. Thank you, Darren. Yeah, that is a very appropriate comment, and a very and thank you to
0: the person who made that comment, um, and very relevant, I think, to the way Mark was tackling his thoughts today. Mm. Um, and of course, where we're so lucky uh, in the Ethereum Society in general, this doesn't only apply to the nine freedoms, is that we have these transmissions which were delivered through Dr. King while in a state of somatic trance. And that does mean that, that we can pretty much bet on the words which you couldn't do with a lesser kind of a medium and i speak myself as a much lesser a kind of a medium uh, uh who doesn't do it in somatic trance and no matter how intense your concentration might be and for me it's very very hard work uh you don't reach that level um where you you might you certainly can get a good sense of what is being said and some of the words but here with our teachings you have much higher, of course, communicators, but also tremendous accuracy. So I don't think I can add to that. I think it's a very, very and very valid and useful comment. I think the only thing I can do, though, is end with some words delivered while Dr. King was in Samadhi by Mars Sector 6, with which we always end our show, that service is the jewel in the rock of Attainment.